Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Tom. Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> what did the dog say to Santa? What did he say to Santa? <laughs> Woof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bork, bork, hello. Bork, bork, hello, Welcome everybody. Back, everybody, to the Floof and Papa podcast, the last one before Christmas. Yep. Or before the 25th of, 25th of December, if you don't yes, celebrate Christmas, indeed. which is fine. It'll be great. Woo. We are going to start off today with something a bit different. We got some uh, listener feedback. Yeah, we got some wonderful feedback. Um, we've had a email written to our producer um, called Jean, who has suggested that we um, pass people on to uh, a certain clicker training website um, because she loves. Our producer's called Zane. We our got producer- an email from Jean. Jean. Oh, wow. I am. I was like. I am Is our on, producer's name Jean? Because I did about this. not know that. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, so um, she has directed us to a website, um, HTTPS um, forward slash forward slash your dog advisor.com slash forward slash clicker training forward slash. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes for you. Um, uh, she really loved our our segment on clicker training. And she Which thinks that- was a while back, I think. It might have even been episode one or two. Yeah. Well, uh, well, three. Yeah, I definitely three. was not part of this clicker training <laughs> one, um, but it was really good. And um, yeah, go and check out that for more tips and tricks on clicker training. Sweet. For sure. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Nice, um, nice, nice. Thanks, thanks for writing in, guys. We really appreciate it. We love yeah. when people write in. I've had a couple of really cool um, Facebook posts as well shared on the Fluff and Papa page. So definitely keep those coming. Uh, have you got a story for me, Tom? I do have a story for you, Taylor. Um, I went really weird there that with my really voice. That was really formal for I a know, second. It was I was so like, formal. okay, um, So good. my story is about Rin Tin Tin. Um, so a lot of people um, might have heard of the name Rin Tin Tin. No, but Well, it's like when I was looking up, I was like, oh, this sounds really familiar, but I have no idea what it's relation to. But there is a dog called Rin Tin Tin, and he was like the first dog to become famous in movies. Like, and like uh, the, you know, like the early, early pictures. To um, rival Terry the Terrier. To rival Terry the Terrier, mm. whoever he may be. She. She. Was the dog in um, Wizard of Oz that we talked about oh, previously. Oh, that was Toto. Uh, Toto. Oh, yeah. cool. And she actually officially changed her name. To Toto because nice. of the success of the movie. Well, anyway, uh, Rin before Tin Tin Terry the Terrier. Um, is a German Shepherd and basically in World War I, um, an American soldier rescued Rin Tin Tin in France in like a collapsed building and he became like the mascot for the squadron um, of this army guy. And when he took him back to America, um, he knew um, he had a friend who was in movies and basically he trained this dog and he became 
like really, really famous really, really quickly. He's been in like 27 Hollywood films. Holy, um, that's heaps. Yeah. So like these were like um, uh, the movies that had like no sen- the silent films. Um, so like yeah, there's just so many names. There's like Where the North Begins is one of his movies. Rin Tin Tin, A Hero of the Big Snows. A classic. A classic, you know. Um, Rin Tin Tin, Tracked by the Police. Um, yeah, there's I want to see that movie. Is that just, a silent movie? They're all silent movies, I think. I'm just um, imagining right now like a dog doing mime. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a silent movie. Like I know that's not how silent movies work, but that's <laughs> what I'm picturing. Um, but he also um, inspired um, like other dogs to become quite famous things in movies. So there's another German Shepherd called Strongheart. Um, who was also brought from overseas. His name was Strongheart? Strongheart. Yeah, Aww. I think it was actually a she, Strongheart. She was... Aww. Yeah. Um, so Rin Tin Tin is just really cool. Um, I'm sure you can see a lot of his crazy cool antics. I just thought it was really awesome that he um, was essentially rescued by this guy as a young puppy. Oh, and then sure. like they've got this photo of um, the, uh, the squadron and him as like a little puppy. It's so cute. It's, yeah, it's just really good. And then he's just the headliner for all of these other movies. How awesome is that? That's so cool. That's really cool um, when the dog is like the title character of the film. Yeah. Because a lot of times like the dog will be, like the movie will be about the dog, but it'll be like Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and this actor here, you know, and stuff. Except like he is literally there as the headline actor at the top of each film sort of thing. So it's sort of like people go to see Rin Tin Tin. Yeah, do they some, go to see some cool stuff like in this silent Brad film and Pitt. just be like, oh, look at that funny dog doing this. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was real cool. That is so cool. Mm, mm, mm. Wait, I want to see a picture of him. Was he cute? He was cute. Uh, we will post up a picture in the show notes for you all. <gasps> oh, okay. I know who this is now. I should have looked this up before. <laughs> like, okay, so you know in Toy Story, yes. when they're watching the um, – the show on, oh man, I'm being Sorry, really inarticulate. I, uh, I'm the one person who doesn't really know Toy Story <gasps> very well. Zane, uh, you know on Toy Story, <laughs> you know on Toy Story how they were, or even, am I thinking of Toy Story? Am I thinking of 101 Dalmatians? I'm thinking of 101, thinking 101, of 101 Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Okay, do you know 101 yeah. Dalmatians? Yeah, this is now starting to sound more familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah where they're watching the <laughs> TV and there's like the, they're watching like the cowboy shoot up and yeah. there's a dog in that. Yep. That would definitely be based on Rin Tin Tin. Possibly, yeah. I would, I would almost stake <laughs> my life on it. But yeah, um, so um, if you haven't checked out any things, they're probably difficult to find because they are silent films. Older. Um, but if you ever get a chance to see one, I just, I strongly recommend having a look because they look really cool. And this dog started yeah. the movie business for dogs. I wish Netflix had like silent films and stuff. They do need some. Yeah, I think they have like probably the artists and stuff like that, but not. Yeah. Not like old silent films. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. Anyway, have anyway, you got a breed for us, I Taylor? I do. Today I'm going to be talking about the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Ooh, the King Charles Spaniel. I get so confused <laughs> with the name because it has like four words and sometimes it's called the King Charles Cavalier. Yep. But I, uh, that's the same Or Cavies is sort of like. Cavies. Yeah, that's Ooh. the nick, That's the nickname that's just so because casual. it's so easy to say. And no oh, other dog breed has Cavalier in it, I think. the first thing underneath Cavalier King Charles Spaniel is other names. Cavi. Cavi. Mm. Yep. They're from England and they're yes. in the, um, they're toy dogs. So you know how you have like toy yes. poodles and yep, stuff. Yep, yep. Toy it? breed. Yep, 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 yep. Um, it used to be known as the Comfort Dog. 
comfort is spelled with an E on the end, which is why I oh, pronounced oh, it funny. Okay. Oh. Um, and he- and doctors even wrote prescriptions with this dog as the remedy. <laughs> so you could go to the doctor and get a prescription See, for dogs, a King Charles dogs Cavalier. Dogs cure things, people. I agree. That's like support dogs as such. Like a, That's so a brilliant. Thing now. I want that. That would be so much better than like. Medicine. Here's this needle. Yeah. Instead, here is a puppy. I'm, yeah, I'm about that. Yep. I am prescribing you an immediate Cavalier King Charles. <laughs> Please, Quick, hurry. this man needs a Cavalier King Charles stat. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh. Um, the original Cavalier King Charles was developed from the toy spaniels pictured in the work of 16th, 17th, and 18th century painters. Um, and these portraits show a small spaniel with a flat head, high set ears, almond shaped eyes, and a pointed nose. They were very common as a lady's pet. Yes. And they were used to warm laps during cold carriage rides <laughs> and while waiting about in chilly castles. These dogs are just really helpful. They are so good. They're going to cure your ailments. They're going to warm. Man, we got movie dogs. Laps. we got medical profession dogs. Oh, no, I, want, I want a dog so bad. <laughs> Sam, if you can figure out a way for me to have a dog in a very small apartment with no outdoor area and two cats, message me immediately because <laughs> I'm struggling. Okay. I'm sure there are ways. <laughs> Another job the dogs had was to attract the fleas off their mistresses so that the owner would not get bitten and die of the plague. That's very practical. That's pretty useful. Um, it sounds quite sad though because would not the dog then get the plague? Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh. <laughs> can the dog, oh. actually can dog get plague? No, they cannot oh, get plagued. They, they just have go. fleas. They're just itchy. <laughs> That's that actually makes me feel really I guess good. <laughs> I would rather have an itchy dog than the plague. Yeah. But that's Maybe. I'm also not the dog, so that's probably not fair. Um, the royal name, King Charles Spaniel, was bestowed during the reign of King Charles the Second, who I did an assignment on in high school, so yeah. Who was so fond of his spaniels he could not be parted from them. Aww. He made a decree that King Charles Spaniels must be allowed in any public place, including the House of Parliament. That's that's power. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Some king's like, hey, we should make divorce a thing. King Charles was like, I just want to have dogs everywhere. Yep. <laughs> just please give me dogs. King Charles is my kind of king. Exactly. Um, this decree is still in law books today. Um, by 1800, the snub nose variety had taken over in popularity and the original spaniel was nearly lost. Only the Duke Ooh. of Marlborough kept a line alive, breeding them at Blenheim Castle. Ooh. Yeah. Then there's a Blenheim variety, red and white dogs with a lozenge-shaped mark on the forehead. Um, <laughs> so yeah, accurate. so there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of different like versions of them. Yeah, and they tried to breed them all different ways because England. Because well, because dogs. Anyway. Because dogs, yeah. and because England is like, let's make it look like this. <laughs> um, but yeah, throwbacks for the longer-faced dogs occurred really quickly. In 1945, the Kennel Club offered the breed full and separate status. So there's actually a couple different yep, 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 yep. modes. I still think that's breeds. so amazing. Sorry, going back to the law thing. Just like, oh, you know, there are no dogs allowed in this establishment. Sorry, I have a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. Uh, <laughs> there is a law stating that I can. <laughs> uh, sorry, I can. And then somebody rocks up with like their poodle and they're like, oh, no, no, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. No poodles here. Not King Charles. Not a King Charles. Thing. I think I'm butchering the name quite a bit. But anyway, let's go. <laughs> I, well, that's what I mean. Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. That, and then King, oh, it's just, it's just cavies. I'm good with cavies. Um, a strict code of ethics governs the breeding program in the United States, and it is hoped that will protect the breed from the insults insults of puppy mills. That's a funny way to say that. I'm sorry, it's not funny. The breed from the insults of puppy mills and indiscriminate breeding. Mm. Mm. 
Um, so they're small. Yep. Uh, the colors are, and I freaked out when I read this, black and tan, red and white, tricolor, and ruby. Ruby? Yes. Google on your googly a ruby King Charles Spaniard uh, right now. I think I missed. They're so heckin' cute. I'm definitely going to post one when this episode comes out. Oh, yeah. Look at that. They're Top search. So oh, yes. I've they're seen. They're all ruby flavored. Yes. They look like strawberries. They are beautiful. They're so cute. And mm. I read that and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> very, very cute. Um, They're pretty small. They're prone to heart murmurs. My yep. mum has a heart murmur. Fun fact. Sorry, Fun I'm fact, very yeah. random. <laughs> Cataracts and um, slipping kneecaps. So you got to watch out. Their patellas can like. Well, pop off ooh, and stuff like that. Okay, cool, cool. Or slip, I should say. Um, they also have the highest, <laughs> wow, highest incidence of any breed of mitral valve disease. What is mitral valve disease? That's a great question. I'm going to guess something with the heart. Mitral valve disease. <laughs> well, we search. See, uh, we're so yes. prepared here. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a condition of the heart. Yep. It, it means the, the valve is like narrowed so it doesn't, Send as uh, much blood doesn't through. Doesn't pump as much blood. Yeah, which probably should. I would hazard a guess relates to the um, heart murmurs. Heart murmurs. Mm, yeah, mm, um, yeah. Mm. They're they're pretty cheap to feed because they're only very tiny. Yep. Um You have to just be careful not to overfeed them because they have a tendency to become <laughs> overweight. <laughs> to just gobble it. Yeah, <laughs> they get really no, chubby. <laughs> well, like they come in so many different sizes. Like as we were talking about before, like mm. the breeds are just like. So varietous. Um, varietous. I don't know um, if that's a word, but I like yeah, it. I don't. Yeah, it should be. Mm. I think everybody gets what I mean. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, at work in particular, we see like some that I would consider quite medium sized dogs. And these are the ones that usually get really fat. Um, and then there are other <laughs> ones that are so small and tiny yeah, and they're you can adorable. Get really little ones. Um, so yeah, just like. Look at the parents, I guess, if you're going to go and get one of these dogs because um, then you'll get a really nice indication of how big they're going to be uh, because yeah, it certainly. might surprise you otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're an affectionate, undemanding, and easy-to-train family dog, excellent mm-hmm. with children and the elderly. Um, Ooh. I will remember that. They are not excessive barkers but will announce strangers. They yep. are, they're not guard dogs. Because they greet most people warmly, yes. which makes sense. I mean, if they were king with King Charles, yeah, yeah. they weren't like a soldier's yeah, dog or a hunter's dog. They were building, with, you'd want yeah, them to be they're quite pretty friendly. chill. <laughs> um, they get along with everyone, including cats and other small pets. Oh, that's so, good. being relatively small and easygoing, they make good travel companions, which I should 100% do a story on this. I probably will, like, next to <laughs> the episode after, but there are, like, my, my mum is obsessed with cruising. Yep. And she really wants to take Zola on a cruise. Um, but there's none in Australia that do that. But there are some cruise ships in America or yes, there Europe would be. that uh, let your dogs come on. Yeah, 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 most definitely. It's I think there so are actually wild. some in Europe as well, just simply because there are a lot of cruises going on. Oh yeah, that yeah, area. there's a lot of cruises. So you've got quite a variety. Mm. Yeah, so they they're pretty they're pretty sweet. Um, they high energy, uh, medium energy, high suitability <laughs> for children. Um, they're kind of adapt to what exercise you do but they do need exercise because they do um sustain weight quite easily um easy to transport low level of aggression and really good with other animals so and they're just beautiful and they're just really Ugh. cute but you do need to brush them yes they're a shedding dog yeah that they, they uh, need a lot of grooming don't they? yeah as well it says that if you sort of like groom them once a week and like brush them thoroughly 
it's not too bad. But if you're just going to leave them, then they're just going to shed like crazy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Anyway, they're such cuties. Ugh, especially, so cute. oh my God, the ruby ones just have like melted my heart. <laughs> they're, ah, they're so adorable. <laughs> I found this one and it's really like, he's almost orange. It looks like he fell in a bag of like Doritos. <laughs> so cute. Anyway, so that's Cavalier King Charles Spaniels. They are so cool. For you. Mm-hmm. There Sweet. you go. Uh, well, uh, my uh, tip and trick um, mm-hmm. is... Uh, so it's not really, I guess, like, could you call it a tip and trick? So essentially, it's about, like, dogs and their birthdays. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people really want to celebrate their dogs' birthdays, but, like, in a safe way. Obviously, we can't feed them too much human food because, as we have established many a time, it's a bad. It's not good yes. for your doggo. Um, so there is this wonderful company called dogcakes.com.au. Um, and then there is another company that you were talking about yeah, before. Yeah, I recently went to a dog birthday party. Happy mm-hmm. 13th birthday, Ruby. Um, and they <laughs> had a cake and dog treats by Diskits. Diskits. So Biscuits with a D. Noise. So you can look them up if you're sort of local in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, I, I have all the information on dog cakes, so I'll talk about them. Please do. Um, and so, so basically you can go and get customized, personalized dog cakes. That's... I've described that this customized, customized personalized. Personalized. Um, yeah. Um, so you can like get the name on it and basically all the ingredients that go into the cake, they look like real cakes that humans would want to eat. Many a time I have seen these cakes and been like, oh, I'm going to grab a piece of that. And people are like, no, it's for dogs. You can eat it if yeah, you really legit. want to. Some of them look like yeah. quality. Like, and they won't hurt you, um, but like they're probably not going to taste like your traditional cakes. Um, but dogs absolutely love these cakes um so they come in like a variety of different sizes um basically let's see what uh what options of flavor we got so we got pumpkin and peanut butter um there's icing which is um peanut butter yeah yeah yeah. without xylitol i would assume so um these guys are pretty like down the line with how they've made their cakes so yeah yeah um They've got like um, cream cheese and natural yogurt mix um, for the icing. It's just, they just look so good. Um, They also do things like um, pup, they call them pup cakes, but they're basically little cupcakes, which is brilliant. Um, They've got uh, lollipops, which is basically poor shaped dog biscuits uh, on a rawhide stick. So that's brilliant. That's so um, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also do um dog swimming pool hire. So if you're going to have like a little dog backyard party and dogs love jumping in water, well, except for my dog Lupin, um, they will- is, he, is Lupin afraid of water? He hates it so much. That's so <laughs> funny. It's so adorable. Um, but yeah, so um, you can hire it out for like a whole weekend for $50 and they will basically bring like four pools out to you and- Basically, there was the dogs will the just dog have a bunch of fun. I went to, yeah, so. they just like ran in and out of it. I was covered. I walked in and then I was covered in mud about 10 seconds <laughs> later. It was amazing. But yeah, this company, it just seems to be amazing. Um, I've met the lady who's made the cakes as well and she is just wonderful. Um, she drops them in at our work and we had one the other day for a pair of um, Labradors called um, Barlin and Gimli. And they absolutely love these cakes as well. So yeah, it's just it's really cool. 
Yeah, no, um, it's it's crazy. You can get all kinds of stuff. Like we had, even at this dog party, Zola went home with like a, a party bag and it had yeah. Ruby's name spelled out in dog treats in oh. the little party bag. <laughs> We're so cute. Yeah, but if you want to celebrate your dog's birthday and do it like really, really well, I highly recommend you um, get onto Check this website or cakes. onto Discuits. Onto Discuits, um, yeah. Because it's, it just looks so cool. And it's not too expensive. It's actually quite reasonable. If if you're not the kind of person that like is excellent at whipping something up, that's really strange. Yeah. Like I'm terrible at just like recipes and cooking <laughs> and normal baking. Cooking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I barely cook for myself anyway. My housemate loves me because I never use any of her pots. But anyway, um, if if that's not really your style, this is a, such a good alternative because I know mm. like Mel and I have talked in the past a lot about how to make treats for your dog yeah. and the things that they can eat. But like if you're looking for an alternative. It's also just like you never know what you're going to find on, uh, on the internet as well. So like some things might just not be that credible and you just want to be really, really careful with it, I think. Like yeah, these guys sure. have um, definitely looked into it in a very proper way. And just know what they're doing. So there's minimal risk as opposed to like going home and cooking it yourself from a website that you have yeah. found somewhere. Yeah. So, which I'm sure there are a lot of great ones out there, but um, if you're worried about it, yeah, definitely. Certainly, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I think my mum missed Zola's birthday this year. It was in like um, September or Octo- October dash. and um, she was away and I was like, this is a travesty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this, this dog party was so extra. Like it was just, <laughs> ins- there was like 20 dogs there. It was, Holy so there were decorations wow. and treats see, like, and food <sighs> and a bath and. See, like I work at a doggy games. daycare and I have a dog, but I don't know a community like of people that I would like yeah, call great friends I mean, that I'd like, just be like, oh yeah, bring around my dog and we'll just cats. like, like, whoa, that's, that's a lot of people to know that have dogs. That Having love said each that other. though, like <laughs> my, my youngest sister has a cat and she's already planning her first birthday party. <laughs> like we're getting her acclimated with all these other cats so that she can have them all over for the cat birthday party. And it's the day before my birthday. So I'm just like, mm, this cat's definitely going to have this a bigger is, birthday than me. Yep. Or, Sure. Why don't we just celebrate it on your birthday instead? It'll be a great birthday prize. Present. Prize. Present. Present. Yeah, it feels yeah. like a lot of work and someone's definitely going to get scratched. Yeah. This is but why I attend cats. dog and cat birthday parties <laughs> and not host yes, dog birthday parties. Cool. How fabulous. Mm. Well, I am for sure going to post one of those Ruby um, Cavaliers on our socials. So if Definitely you want to check that, that out, um, we're going to post up the uh, the birthday dog cakes and just yep. like a picture of Rin Tin Tin, I think, as well, and just have a have a look at that. For sure, all cool stuff. So you can check us out on Instagram, um, Facebook, and Twitter. You can basically find us by searching Floof and Papa. Mm. Papa mm. is spelled P U P E R. I've had a couple people be like, "I can't find you," and yes, I'm like, "Actually, my, my my own mother asked about Floof the other day, and yep. that is F L O O F." Yeah. Um. Yes. Um. If in doubt, <laughs> you can always search T N C podcasts. Yep. That's not Canon Productions. Um, and we are on their website as well, as well as a whole host of other great yes, podcasts you can check out um, if you've already finished binging us. So uh, thanks, That's Not Canon, for having us once again. Thank you. And uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll Merry see you Christmas. Uh, one more time before the new year, the, the 2018 is out. Yeah. And I can stop having. One more time before 2019. Yeah. Yeah. 
Pork, pork, goodbye. Pork, pork, goodbye. Hi, my name's Buck. I'm accompanied by... The Professor. And Mr. DJ Fly High. Together we call ourselves Nerds Amalgamated. We bring to you a podcast called Top Shelf Nerds, which is a show about nerd news, brought to you by nerds, for nerds, about nerds. Come and give us a listen, give us a like, give us an insult. We love it all. Hope to hear from you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 